What's up? What's up? What's up, bitches? How are you? I feel like it's been for fucking ever. I feel like it's been for fucking ever. How you doing? How's it hanging? How is summer treating y'all? If you are a mom out there, blink twice if you need rescuing because I am, I don't know if you can see me. You can't. I'm fucking in my office, but I'm blinking, blinking like a son of a bitch uh, because these kids are fucking feral. These kids out here are feral. I am basically barely surviving, but it's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. So just be prepared for very sporadic podcast episodes this summer. It just is what it is. It, it Podcast is very low priority list. Unfortunately, no matter how much I love this, I've got a lot of shit going on. So I'm really excited to be back here after a couple weeks off to chat with you guys. I have a big exclusive for only the pod bitches. Like this convo is very exclusive to y'all. Only a few people know this at this point in time. So I'm really excited to chat about that. But in the meantime, what's been going on in the life of Allie other than me feeling like I'm dying currently today? Um... Just to let you guys know, it's it's day one of Aunt Flo and I am like one crampy ass bitch. So if I am in a crabby ass mood, that's probably why. Yeah, my husband says, he's like, Allie, like I know not to touch you, not to look at you, not to talk to you for at least 32 hours after you start your period because there is no trusting what comes out of my mouth or what kind of mood I'm going to be in. And usually the mood is feral. So I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm giving you guys the warning at one minute and 56 seconds. So you know whether you want to continue listening to this or not, because usually that means Tough Love Allie's about to come out and she is one insensitive ass bitch. Not going to lie. She just says what it is. Um, so that's as much warning as you're going to get. That's your trigger warnings for this episode. As we're talking about trigger warnings, though, let's talk about books real quick, because I feel like I haven't gotten to catch you guys up on what I'm reading. If you're in the Bad Bitch Book Chat, which is our podcast um, book club, you know, because I talk to you guys all day long. We literally have like the best, most fun time ever. Um, and if you want more information on the Bad Bitch Book Chat, if you like these kind of books, like spicy books, or you want to get into it, romance, um, it's all in the show notes. You can look into it. But there's two books releasing the same day this podcast releases. And if you do not go and download those on Kindle Unlimited and love them as much as I did, I just don't think we can be friends. Like, I just don't know how this friendship can continue on because I love these books with every fucking fiber of my being. So the first one is Keep Her Safe by QB Tyler. Fun fact that this is our book club book this month. So if like you read it today and you're like, oh my God, I'm obsessed and I want to meet QB Tyler, I'm going to have the queen herself on book club. Yes, I know. Like I am snagging authors left and right, like top tier. And I'm here for it. I'm fucking here for it. So anyways, it is a bodyguard age gap romance um and one thing I really like about it and it's cool that it goes back in time so you kind of get to see like when he first started working for her so let me give you the lowdown hoedown right so it follows Shay and Shay she is like a celebrity kind of an up-and-coming celebrity and she's evading her current bodyguard her parents are like oh no no boo boo like you we you need to you need to stop doing this so we're gonna get you a hardcore bodyguard Come in 
Damien, right? Damien is a hard ass, like no fucks given. I'm going to protect you and I don't care if you like me type of guy. And he's also hot as fuck. Did we mention that? And Shay was automatically like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm feeling butterflies in my nether reason. <laughs> in my nether region? What? Um, And he's like, uh-uh, like, no, no mixing business with pleasure. So they just, you know, keep on with their professional relationship for five years until Shay has a boyfriend, catches that boyfriend in a very compromising position with somebody other than her. And she is like, oh, hell no. Like, we done. And then Damien's like, I'm a, I'm a fight him, motherfucker. I'm a fight him. And then, you know, sparks start flying and Shay decides to make her move and he just can't turn her away again and it's just so good it's got a little bit of forbidden aspect but not much so it's really different from what she usually writes but I ate it up I ate it up it was so good oh you guys are gonna love it the second one is dominated by Marnie Mann this one's a novella so it's super short but it's very spicy like five chiller pepper spicy and y'all know it takes a very special kind of book to be that kind of rating for me but I was here for it but it also had a suspense plot and that is new for me when it comes to novella novellas are usually really really short this one was like a hundred and like 20 pages or something like that 130 pages really short and so it's really hard to create enough of a story to have a suspense plot and so if you're somebody who like likes thrillers like to kind of not know what's going on um but also want to kind of tiptoe into romance this is a really good one to just see if you would like it I will say it's BDSM so it's got um some of that in it so it's very kind of kinky but I'm here for it it's so good like it's the perfect read if you're in a book slump and you're like I know books are vibing with me right now the whole agency series by Marnie Mann is just chef's kiss it's immaculate and I know y'all are like wow I thought I was getting personal development and this is the first time I'm listening to this podcast and now she's talking about sex books yes hi welcome to the intersection of finish meets book obsessed like Glad to have you here. Um, if you follow me over on Instagram at Allie Griffith, you will see that my two passions are fitness and spicy books. And I like to talk about them equally. So that's what this podcast is. It's us two girlfriends shooting the shit, having a fan-fucking-tastic time, and talking all things smut and running. I swear, like, my my client base, like, our boot camp, so I run monthly boot camps, is, like, full of a bunch of running, cussing, smut-reading bad, bad bitches. Like, that's literally what my boot camp consists of, is a bunch of running, smut reading, fucking cussing bad bitches. And I am here for it. I am here for it. So anyways, those are my top two reads recently. I am also reading Liars Like Us, but honestly, I'm 30% in and I have no fucking idea what's going on. Like, JT Jessinger is like the queen of like having you read something and you're like looking at a puzzle and you're like, I know that this is something, but I'm missing key pieces to be able to figure out what this picture is. That's exactly what her books are like. So if you are into that kind of thing, it gives me so much anxiety and I literally will have to read the whole book in a day because I have that much anxiety. Um, but if you're into that type of thing, <clears throat> JT Jessinger is like the best for it. Pen pal, perfect strangers and liars like us give those total vibes. Okay. Anyways, needed a sip of water. If you're new to the podcast also, welcome. My dogs are losing their shit. It's fine. Um, anytime I cuss, anytime I say something, you got to drink a water. You got to take a chunk of water because my goal is at the end of this, I want you to be one hydrated bitch. 
because say it with me, a hydrated bitch is a happy bitch. That's our motto and we're sticking with it. All right. Anyways, so without further ado, let's get into what this podcast is episode is actually about wow words are really hard today sorry all righty y'all welcome back welcome back this episode is going to be one that i am sharing something that i have been doing for the past 73 days do you know what I'm going to announce before I even say it when I say it past 73 days? Um, but no, really, I'm really, really excited to get to kind of share with you guys this journey that I've been on, share with you some of my major takeaways, why I did this the way I did. But first, I want to bring you a never heard never before seen, never before heard, never before heard clip that I recorded 73 days ago. What is up, y'all? So I am coming at you on, what the fuck day is it? I don't even know. Uh, April 3rd. (laughs) Um, And I'm starting 75 hard today. Now, I know. I've done this before. I've done this a couple times. But I'm going to tell you exactly why I'm starting it this time. And I feel like it's so different than to any other times. Right? And I know I'm not going to post this until if and when... I finished 75 hard, but I wanted to get like my feelings out, my thoughts out today. So bear with me. It's going to be a little fucking chaotic, but I mean, that's my life, right? So every other time I've started 75 hard, it's to prove a point, right? So the first time I started it, it was to prove that I can go 100% all in and do something because I had never done it before, right? I had never committed wholeheartedly to my goals, never did anything really fucking hard. And so I wanted to prove to myself I could do hard things, right? And I did it. And I and I rallied with everybody, Instagram and my clients and everybody. I rallied with them and I was able to complete it. The second time I did it, I wanted to go along the journey with my clients, right? I didn't really have this like huge aha moment with that one. You know, yes, I wanted to do it with my clients. We had a big group. It was, it was fun. It was great. But I also wanted to prove to myself that, you know what? I'm usually somebody that can do anything once, right? But the second time through, I'm like, well, fuck it. I've already done this before. I've already proved that I can do it. Why, why try again, right? Like why, Why go after it again? Yada, yada, yada. So the second time that was like my proof to myself that I can do it twice even when the new wears off, right? Even though I'd already accomplished this thing, I can do it again, right? And I committed that I was never really going to do 75 hard again. I felt like that phase of my life was over until my marathon. And so if y'all listen to my marathon recap episode, you will see that I had this really, really tough time. I think it was like, and it, <laughs> I had like five tough miles, but after like mile 16, I had this really tough time and my rotator cuff was fucking up. Like my mindset was fucked up. Like I was in pain. I was deep in that pain cave. And all I could think about was I'm letting everyone down. I'm letting my coach down. I'm letting my clients down. I'm letting all the people down that believe in me. Not once did the thought register in my head that I'm letting myself down. I was so worried about letting everybody else down. And that started really posing a question for me that I haven't asked in a very fucking long time. 
Allie, are you really as strong as you think you are? Or are you just so fucking afraid of disappointing people and letting people down and them knowing that you failed, right? Like, do you care more about other people knowing you failed or that you failing, right? That you gave up on yourself. Or do you care more about other people knowing that you gave up on yourself? Does that make sense? I don't even fucking know if that makes sense. Y'all, I'm serious. It's six o'clock in the morning after my first workout, after a fucking long ass vacation. My mind is not even working, but I hope you understand what I'm saying, right? So are you more afraid of how you're going to feel towards yourself when you've let yourself down or more afraid of what other people are going to perceive if you quit, right? Because I started this whole social media thing eons ago, right? 2018. I started it. I started coaching. I started, you know, leading other people because I knew that if I put myself out there and I showed up every single day, I would not quit on myself because it was my job not to quit on myself, right? I knew that if I put myself out there and every single person on my Instagram at that time, it was like 800 people were watching me work out every single day, they would know that I quit, right? They would know that I fucking quit and I would let them down. And that was literally what kept me going for the first few years of my journey, right? Fuck, that's what got me through my postpartum depression and all of that shit was only reason I can say without a sliver of doubt was I only kept showing up during the year of 2020 when I was deep in that like depression cave because I didn't want to let my clients down and my followers down and it was something that I could control. Right. So I could control my workouts every single day. But once the camera went off, I was a fucking free for all. I was binge eating. I was drinking heavily. I was just in a fucking disaster. Right. And I could not control anything because they couldn't see what I was doing. Right. And so, you know, time and time again, I've proved to myself that if I if I put it out there and I declare it and I let y'all know well, I'll do it because I don't want to let y'all down. But I don't know if it'll be that exact same scenario and outcome if I don't declare it, if I don't put it out there. And so I decided on a whim, I have told absolutely no one, I haven't told my husband, I haven't told my clients, I haven't told Instagram, I haven't told anybody and I'm not planning on it. It might be a little harder not to tell my husband because eventually he's going to fucking find out, but not going to tell him until it absolutely is necessary Um, that I'm doing 75 hard and I am not doing it for the clout. I'm not doing it for Instagram. I'm not doing it for anybody else but myself, to prove to myself that you, even if Instagram goes away tomorrow, even if your entire business collapses and you have no more clients to inspire, you have nobody else, you have you and that you can count on you and your drive to not let you down to keep you going where you want to go. And I don't know if any of that makes sense. Honestly, I don't even fucking know if I'm ever going to share this, but I feel like I really want to get all these feelings out, especially, you know, since I'm not showcasing this. So 
if slash when I do finish, not if, when, I'm going to prove to myself that I can rely on myself. There's no ifs, right? We can't we can't be half a foot in, half a foot out because we know if we're half a foot in, half a foot out, that half out is way fucking heavier than that half in and you're already considering yourself a failure. So we're not saying if. When? <laughs> when I finish 75 hard again, I want to be able to share this and my thoughts and my feelings Um so that if there is anybody out there like me that's struggling with the belief that can I do this without anybody else knowing that you'll you'll be able to prove to yourself that you can. Because I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm scared. I am terrified. I'm terrified of giving up because it's the easier option. And my mindset going back because there was a day right before Instagram, before all that, when I would do my fitness journey, that my mindset was like, nobody would know if I quit. Right. Nobody would know if I gave up seventy five hard. I mean, fuck it. Nobody will know. I'll still be doing my workouts. Nobody will know. They'll literally not miss a beat. And I felt like I would never let anybody down or whatever the case may be. There was a point in time in my life where I was like that. And I would like to say that I learned But I don't know if I did because I've never done anything off of social media since 2018. Every single thing in my life, or at least in my fitness journey, has been on social media. And so, you know, I like to talk a big game, right? Like, yes, somebody will know, you'll know. And, you know, at the end of the day, you letting yourself down is you letting the most important person down, right? Like, I fucking say these things all the time. But I don't know if I actually can put my money where my mouth is, right? Like if I can actually do it because I never have. Again, I don't fucking know if any of this shit's making sense, but I'm excited for this journey. I'm excited to just see if if I'm strong enough and, and really prove to myself that at the end of the day, if I quit anything, the most important person will know, you. And I should be more afraid of letting myself down than every other motherfucker out there. Because at the end of the day, I love y'all. But I am more important to me than y'all are. Because, I mean, I lose 100 followers every fucking day, right? I lose 150 followers every fucking day. I lose clients sometimes, not every day, but at least once a week, right? Like, I lose people all the time. They just walk out and they don't give a fuck, right? So why am I more afraid of letting those motherfuckers down that could literally give less than five shits (laughs) to me? They might give two, but less than five shits, right? Why am I more afraid of letting them down? Why, when I was going through one of the hardest fucking things of my life, why was I more afraid of letting all of them down than myself? And these are the questions that I want answered through these 75 days. You know, I always say, I believe in balance. I believe in slow and steady. I believe in, you know, really making this a lifestyle. But I also believe in doing a challenge to prove to yourself something. You know that it's not a lifestyle. You know that you're not going into it to prove to yourself you can lose weight because that shit's not going to matter. You've got to be something deeper. It's got to be something within your soul that's really going to fucking have you pushing through. And for me... This is that. This is that. I want to prove to myself that, you know, I'm not afraid of, it's not 
letting my husband down, my kids down, my followers, my clients, my friends. It's not about letting them down. It's about letting myself down. And I don't want to do that. So I'm excited for this journey. I'm going to file this away for to use in a fucking later date. <laughs> but I just wanted to get these feelings out there. And, you know, let y'all know that I feel like no matter how freaking far you are in this journey, you're always going to be fucking scared. Like it's always a scary thing, but there's always something you can better yourself. I think that's the word I'm looking for. There's always ways that you can better yourself and nobody is ever too far in their journey that they can't still grow. And I feel like I'm just finding different new ways to grow and to prove to myself that I am the bad bitch I thought I was. So anywho, I'm going to boot scoot and boogie and I'll talk to y'all in 75 days. <laughs> wow. That was so emotional to listen to. One, I never listened to anything I ever record. So listening to my voice was a little cringe. So the fact that y'all do that every fucking week just blows my mind. So thank you for putting up with my awful voice. Um, but, <clears throat> but two, like that was really emotional for me to listen to, especially now I'm on day 73 tomorrow will be 74 so when you're listening to this I'll be on day 74 so basically completed it um and I wanted to record this episode while everything is like super fresh in my mind because I remember so vividly that day just being you know coming off of a vacation coming off of that marathon like all of these feelings were just overwhelming and I was so afraid like I was so afraid that this was going to be the one challenge that I would not be able to prove to myself and complete and it's arguably most one of the most important challenges right making sure that I believe in myself enough to hold myself accountable um my husband did not find out I was doing 75 hard until summer so until the kids were like back from school and all that stuff because I would do my outdoor workout while he was at work and they were at school so he did not actually know until what a month ago, maybe less, less than a month ago. Um, and he was like, you've been doing this the whole time. And I was like, yes, like that. It, it was so important for me to know, like I was doing this for me and nobody else. And I also want that to just go and show for you guys that, you know, you can do this without having everybody on board. Like I had, it was a lot more challenging. I would say even to be able to complete 75 hard and do this without like that support system without, you know, my clients being able to say like, Hey, you got this, or, you know, you can do this, like keep fighting. Or when I'm having a very challenging emotional day to like have those people to vent to, because nobody knew, like nobody knew I was doing this except for myself. And I did that intentionally because I wanted to make sure like I would be able to pull myself out of those dark places. I would be able to make sure I keep going. I would be the one that would turn down the alcohol, even though nobody knew why I was turning down the alcohol, or I would be the one to turn down the appetizer or whatever the case may be. And nobody knew why, but I had to have that, that determination and that dedication to what my purpose was to be able to turn that down. And I did for every single day. Um, and I will tell you that it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done, especially when, you know, I was at a party over, I think it was uh, like Cinco de Mayo. I was at one of a uh, my friend's house for a party and, you know, 
I was not drinking, clearly. And everybody was just like, one drink, like one drink. Come on, it's Cinco de Mayo, like one drink. And I was like, no, I'm good. Like I'm driving, I'm good. Like I don't want to. I didn't want to tell anybody because that would defeat the purpose, right? But I wanted to, you know, like stay strong in that. But God, I did not realize how much the fucking peer pressure was. Like y'all believe this? My sister thought I was pregnant because I turned down a margarita. Like granted, I love me a good margarita, but come on, like we're escalating to pregnancy because I turned down one drink. Um... Probably red flag where I wouldn't even take a sip of one, but all, all things considered, like I had to tell her, I was like, no, like I'm doing 75 hard. I'm not pregnant. Like I had to tell her because she would not give up in thinking I was pregnant. And I was like, nope, no baby in this oven. Um, but it's just so crazy to me how things like when you're turning down alcohol, people automatically go to like these extreme thoughts, right? Or they look at you weird or whatever the case may be. And I was having like the best time, completely sober. I was having the best time. And old Allie would not have thought that would be possible. Like old Allie would never not drink when everybody else is, especially when, you know, like margaritas are flowing, like it's Mexican, like all of these things. My favorite, you know, old Allie would have been like, like, this is stupid. Like, we're not doing this. But me coming out of that, not drinking, me coming out of that, sticking to my nutrition, like, I will tell you, nothing made me feel more confident in myself and the things that I was going to accomplish than being able to say, you know what? I stuck to my guns. I stuck to my bigger purpose. And this is showing myself, like, you can do this. And y'all, I am like telling you, nothing makes you start believing in yourself more than sticking to your guns, like nothing in the world. And I'm not saying like these extreme things are for everybody. I'm not saying these extreme things are for everybody, but I just repeated that. (laughs) But I'm saying like, if you're somebody who really lacks belief in yourself, really lacks the confidence, like doing something extreme like this with nobody knowing or doing something extreme like this and actually finishing, it will build so much belief and so much self-confidence in you that you will literally like never look at yourself the, the same way. Like it's just, it's not possible. You will be a different person at the end of this. And I truly feel like even though this is the third and probably going to be the final time I do this I truly believe every single time I've done this it's made me just a better person and it's helped me discover different parts about myself and y'all just because I had both kids in school for like a month of this challenge does not mean it was any easier y'all I cannot tell you how many times I had to walk parking lots I had to wake up at the crack ass of dawn like I had to do 10 p.m workouts like it was not an easy task especially because we do travel ball so Riley, my, my oldest, she's in travel ball. Um, and I don't know if y'all know the travel ball life, but let me enlighten you. It means on a Saturday, a couple times a month, you are literally at the softball field from like seven or 8 AM until 10 PM at night. I kid you not. Like we're literally there for like 12, 15 hour days. And so I had to find a parking lot, right. And like walk the parking lot or, and it was like one time there was a, like a doctor's office right next to the field. And I, just walk that like parking lot in circles over and over and over again. There was another time where I like went out of the field and ran. I had to do my run that day and I ran up and down the road to get 
like a 45 minute run in. Like I feel like so many times we let these circumstances kind of define us. And I'm not saying you have to do anything crazy like that. Like go run parking lots or go run in other places. I'm not saying that. So I feel like people will hear that and I am not saying that. But what I am saying is I cannot tell you how many fucking times I've had women say like, I want to work out more, but I'm, you know, my, my kids got this and my kids got this going on and I just can't do it. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Like how many times I have walked during one of my child's practices around where she's practicing, watching her, just walking around to get my movement in for the day. How many times I have dropped her off or, you know, and gone and like did my run and come back, you know, like with Chris. How many times that I, you know, do it afterwards, even though it's been a long day. Like I feel like so many times we feel like these are like, pot like excuses that are valid but they're really not it just means that you're letting your child be your reason why not instead of your reason why and so I'm sharing all of this to let you guys know like it is a hundred percent fucking possible but only if you truly believe it's possible um because this has not been like a walk in the park like I told you like there's been a lot of things I've had trips I've had softball I've had you know pool days and summer is its own demon because like both of my kids are home so trying to get both workouts in is definitely a task but it was one that I knew going into this I would have and it would really test my dedication to myself um now I have no idea how much weight I've lost no idea whatsoever. I do know what this has given me. And I feel like so many times people walk into these challenges and I know like people say 75 hard is not a challenge. Well, shut the fuck up. It really is a challenge. Like, I don't want to hear it. You can go somewhere with that. But (laughs) so many people do something like this and follow the 75 hard, you know, year, the live hard year. They're doing this for external, external results, right? Weight loss, pants loss, muscle gain, whatever the case may be, y'all, that is not going to be enough to get you to finish, especially if you're wanting to do it under the radar like I did it to really just prove to yourself, like at the end of the day, if you have you, that's enough Um, because this is really freaking hard. Like it's really freaking hard and such an emotional task. And let me tell you, there were many breakdowns along the way. Um, You've got to have a bigger reason why. Like, you've got to have a bigger reason why. Have I lost weight? I'm sure I have. Have I lost inches? I'm sure I have. I have no idea. Um, My pictures look different because I did put day one to day 70 the other day. Um, So I know that. So I'm sure I've I've had results. But what I have been focusing on most is what I can gain from this. And I feel like that's something you've always got to be focusing on is not what you can lose, but what you can gain because that keeps it in such a positive perspective. And I know I have gained so much fitness level. Like my runs are so much better, y'all. I am telling you, nutrition is a huge indicate like a huge I don't even know what the word I'm looking for a huge component of successful runs and successful races and I have seen so much like just stamina growth how much I better I feel following my nutrition plan and really being diligent and strict on that with my runs. I was finally able to finish that 30 day program. If you listen to the last podcast episode, you guys know, like I always said I was never a runner quit this program. I was finally able to finish it. I really need to do that podcast episode next week and talk about the 5k. I PR'd in my 5k. Um, I have just 
seen tremendous leaps and bounds in my fitness with my because my nutrition has been so solid. I've also seen so many leaps and bounds in my gut health, like just how I feel in general, my energy levels. Of course, there you go through the like 75 hard slump where, you know, you are over you are exerting yourself a lot more so you do feel a lot more tired for a little bit, but once you get through that, like you just have so much energy. Um even when you are so you have less time because you're working out so much and you're doing all of these things, right? You still feel like you're getting a lot more done because you're a lot more productive because you're a lot more focused with because of your your nutrition and stuff like that. So I will 100% stay like with my nutrition the way it is. Now, I've, I will add here and there a couple treats, but I won't allow myself to kind of go with the wind as much as I was before this because I do have huge goals when it comes to my running and I know my nutrition is a direct reflection on my running and so I need to make sure I stay on top of that um so I do like that's one huge growth that I have seen over the last 75 days the second one is just with like how I feel about myself like I look in the mirror and I just I feel so much more confident with who I am in my body I'm less puffy because I am taking care better care of myself and I swear when you're taking better care of yourself and you're putting all your like efforts and energy into really being the best you possible you will look yourself in the mirror and you say I'm a bad bitch like it just makes you feel so much more confident and secure within who you are even if you haven't lost any weight you will literally feel like a complete brand new bitch um and so that's like one thing is my confidence is like through the roof just how I feel about myself the third thing that I've really seen over the last 74 days is just like my determination like I know I am one of the most consistent people out there. But I will say that doing this has really made me give that much more in my workouts. Like I don't pause my runs anymore. I don't pause during any other workouts. Like when I'm there, I'm there and I'm focused and I've seen so much growth fitness wise being that focus and that lasered in. And another thing I have really come to realize is like how many excuses we have. Like I went through date nights. I have gone out to eat. I've ate fast food. Like there are so many nutrition options out there now with healthier options that taste so damn good. Like there really is no excuse why you can't take better care of yourself. Like at the end of the day, it's all about the decisions you make. But I have realized like usually anywhere I go has a choice that is healthier for me. So I followed a nutrition plan called Portion Fix um, where really there's no foods off limits. It's all about moderation and learning the correct portions in which you eat them. But of course, like I didn't eat anything fried. I didn't eat any of like the treat swaps, stuff like that. Um, So I kept it pretty clean the entire time. But I will say like something huge that you need to know before going into 75 hard is your nutrition plan that you choose needs to be solid like it needs to be something that you know you can do long term because there is nothing worse than choosing something like keto or something like paleo or whole 30 and being so restricted and you're basically setting yourself up for failure so that is one thing like a big suggestion I would give you is if you're going into this like making sure you're choosing a nutrition plan that you know is not going to leave you feeling super restricted and having to change like the places you go and stuff like know your lifestyle and know what you are going to be able to achieve um but yeah so it's been a very interesting time like I'm telling you, day four 
I think, or day five. I can't remember. It was one of those days. It was torrential downpour, like torrential downpour. My socks were soaked. And I was like, it would not be the first fucking week of 75 hard if I was not walking in this like downpour. And in that moment, I was just like, why am I doing this to myself again? Like, why the hell am I doing this to myself again? Like, I'm consistent. I'm consistent AF. I was working out every day. Like, I didn't backtrack. My nutrition wasn't out of control. Like, why am I choosing to do this to myself? I am not out of control. Like, I don't need to be doing this. And in that moment, I was like, this is the exact reason you were doing this. Because it would be so easy for you to just give up on yourself. And if you're thinking it's that easy, then that means you don't hold your commitments to yourself in that high of regards, right? And that is one thing that I will say is, you know, this has really showed that I can count on me and that when I do run my next marathon in Indianapolis in October, like, and I go through that pin cave, like, I know without a shadow of a doubt, like, I'm going to be letting myself down and that's reason enough to keep going. Like, I'm not worried about everybody else. Like I am simply there worried about myself, um, and making sure like I don't let myself down because I know now, like it's, it's just y'all. I don't know why we think about letting other people down before we do ourselves. but finishing this made me realize like I am that important. I am that bitch that I don't need to let down. And I hope you listening to that, you know, that little excerpt from the beginning, it just show, goes to show you that even the most confident person, even the most dedicated person, even the most determined person has moments of doubt and insecurity too. I feel like so many times we think these people are like superhumans and they have no doubts, no insecurities. And that's not true. They're just better at deflecting them. They're better at working through them. They're better at hiding them. They don't not have them. If somebody ever says they never doubt themselves, like they're a fucking liar. They're a fucking liar. Cause even the most confident and secure person has doubts sometimes, but they do it in spite of the doubts. They do it in spite of you know, the fear because they know on the other side of that fear and that doubt is the life that they want, is the goals that they want to achieve and they're going to achieve them. And so I just hope that, you know, me sharing this and me sharing my journey um, that I've been doing kind of behind the scenes goes to show you like you can do this Um, because y'all, there's nothing special about me. Like sure, I've done this three times now, but I swear there is nothing special about me. I am not the most committed person. I was not always athletic. I was not always the person who believed in herself. I was not always the person that like kept my promises to myself. Like I was the person who almost like borderline had an alcohol problem. I was the person who emotionally and ate. Like I was the person who binged ate. I was the person that let herself down on a weekly, daily, hourly basis. I was the person that continuously broke promises to herself. And just because I'm not her anymore doesn't mean I don't remember her and I don't want to continue. And it makes me want to continue to fight tooth and nail to get through anything because I never want to go back to that. And so if anything, I hope me sharing my story just gives you hope that you too can find that consistency, confidence, and dedication. That you too can do anything you set your mind to. That you too um, can achieve 75 hard if you want to or achieve 30 strong, which is a challenge I created. You can find that linked in my bio or, you know, do any kind of challenge that you want because you know at the end of the day, 
once you do commit it, that's confidence in your confidence bucket. And y'all, that's the one way to become a confident bitch is to hold the promises you make to yourself. Every day people say, you know, I wish I had your confidence. I wish I had your legs. I wish I had your results. I wish I had these. Well, then you just got to fucking work for it. Like that's all I've done. I've just worked for it every single day for the last two and a half years. And, you know, even though I feel like I'm closing the chapter on my 75 hard journey, I don't feel that I'll ever do it again. I do see like how much it's helped transform me. And I'm not giving that to 75 hard. Like I'm not giving the glory to 75 hard because it has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with me. Like 75 hard was a tool, but it was not like the catalyst of my journey. And I feel like every single person has, you know, like these tools in their toolbox, right? You have your toolbox and all of these tools. And those are the things that are going to make you successful because you're going to use them, right? So, let's back this up real quick. So I want to use this analogy. I've probably used this before. I use it all the time, but right. The tools don't fix the things, the person using the tools fix them, right? So 75 hard was something in my toolbox, just like body, the workouts I do or portion fix the nutrition plan I do, or the personal development books I read or whatever the case may be, right? Those were all tools inside my toolbox. But unless I was willing to use those tools and pick it up and use it, they're not going to fix anything. And so, you know, you might not be wanting to do 75 hard, right? You might want to do other things, but just know that every single thing you have is not the key to changing your life. It's a simply a tool that you're going to utilize for you to change your life. So the tools are not the things that fixes them. You are. I hope that made sense. If it didn't, I don't fucking know what to tell you. I'm tired. So my words probably aren't making sense. But anyways, I'm going to leave you guys with that because I feel like that was pretty solid and results and, and advice. Um, like I said, 75 or hurt again, probably not. I've already done it, you know, once for, for, with everybody else to get myself out of a slump once to prove to myself that I can do something twice and third time now to prove myself that I can do it without anybody knowing. I really feel like that, that chapter of my life is done. Um, because I've, feel like I have a good enough grasp on my life. Now, if things went out of control and my depression went out and stuff like that, it could change. Who the fuck knows? But right now where I'm at in my life is really solid. Um, and I'm really excited to go back to working out once a day. Oh my God. I'm so excited to go back to working out once a day and going back to like doing my 20, 30 minute workouts because 45 minutes is a fuck ton of time. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I'm really proud of myself and I just wanted to kind of share with you guys. Y'all are the first to know. Uh, so, you know, if you listen to this and it's Friday, the 16th or Saturday, the 17th is actually once it's over. Come tell me congratulations because I will finish it. Um, but I wanted to share kind of like my feelings and where I'm at and how, how things have gone the last 75 days. Because it has definitely not been a walk in the park. But I wouldn't expect it to be any other way. So anyways, I'm going to leave you like I leave you every single week. In a world full of bitches, be that bitch. Because that bitch is going to be strong as fuck. Bye, y'all.